The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. You're listening to the Raiders Podcast Network, your official home for all things silver and black. Dana White joins us from Radio Row all the way from Vegas where we both live. How are you, Dana? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Good. The Raider logo here. You were at a few Raider games this year. You broke some news with the Raiders last year and with the Patriots and your friendship with Tom Brady. From the first time around with Brady, how close do you think the Raiders could have been in the hunt this last time before his retirement? I don't know. That that I don't know. You know, after, you know, Gronk put me on blast on ESPN. We, I, I sort of went radio silent on all that stuff. So, um, but it was, it was supposed to happen the first I know time. That. And you have really good information. And these are friends of yours. The Brady retirement that just happened, and your friendship with him. Did you think there was going to be one more go around with another team potentially, not just Las Vegas? That he had one more year left I in did. the arm. Yeah, I, I did. did. Too. I, I thought there was. I, I mean, I haven't talked to him about it yet. I don't know what happened, but. For Vegas, you need one of these high-profile, right. good quarterbacks like a, like a Brady or a Rodgers or one of these guys. I, I, you know, that's what fits in Vegas. We'll talk about next year's Super Bowl and how important you're going to be involved with this. The Vegas host committee, everything you know coming up with F1, what you have on the calendar for UFC and the Super Bowl right behind it. I've been saying on my platforms, this is the biggest year in Vegas sports history. It's going to be incredible. It's the biggest year in Vegas history. Yeah. In Vegas history, period. Absolutely. I mean, because because Vegas sports history used to be UNLV. I right, mean, right. You know, so th- this is this is massive. I mean, the city's growing so fast now, and uh, you know, word is we'll probably have a NBA team soon, and po- possibly a, a a Major League Baseball team too. It's just. Vegas is booming, man. When you sit Just when back, you think Vegas yeah. can't get any bigger, it, it is. Dana White joins us. When you sit at your home and you see the local news and you see how everything's changed since you've moved there, I mean, it's got to blow you away because you played such a big role in this, bringing USC to the, UFC to the global level, the economic impact alone of your business on top of everything that came after you. Yeah. No, well, thank you, first of all. And, and yeah, it's, it's fascinating to see. You know, I grew up in Vegas when there were – 200,000 people there and uh, to see it, you know, like two and a half million now, it, it, it's, it's fascinating. And, and all the, you always knew, I mean, if you looked at the, if you watched what happened with UNLV basketball, you know, in the late 80s, early 90s, you knew that that town was a sports town. Right. And, and, and when it eventually would happen, that it would blow up. Plus, it's one of those places I always talk about when we do destination fights. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going back to Miami for the first time in 20 years. And I'm getting blown up by everybody wants to go to this right. fight in Miami. Vegas is one of those places that if you're going to go, if you're, if you're a fan of a team somewhere else, right, you live in some other state, you're going to the Vegas game, Absolutely. man. You're, you're gonna go, if you're going to go to an away game, it's going to be Vegas because of all the things that you could do that weekend. You're going on a Thursday, and, and, and you could have a blast until, uh, until uh, Sunday. There's really no other town in America 
that, that can give can deliver what Vegas does. Allegiant Stadium, T-Mobile, and what you did at Apex and your vision there. So when you sit in your office and pre-COVID and during COVID and to put up put in fights in your headquarters, what did you learn from that as a businessman with the streaming, keeping fans out, bringing some fans in? What was a good business model that you learned from that? Well, what's incredible is... You know, we, we have a, a, our own network called UFC Fight Pass. So originally, the Apex was built for, for, for UFC Fight Pass because we were going to start programming. We could do fights from all over the world um, in that venue. Like, let's say we we're going to do a Muay Thai fight that would be important in, in, in Thailand and in that region over there. We could literally air it at their time. Uh, you know, that, that's what it was originally. We're putting the last screw in the building when COVID hits. And it just ended up being, like, the perfect the perfect time for uh, you know, us to be done with our own venue and uh, the perfect situation. Wrapping this up with NFL streaming now that you see DirecTV now going to YouTube, Amazon with Jeff Bezos. You were a re really big, I think, pioneer when it came to streaming and entertainment on the phone. Our kids are the same age and know each other. Now, when you see your sons looking at their phones and looking for two minutes of content instead of 40 minutes, or you're bringing out an hour of content, what have you learned in the streaming world over the last two to five years? Yeah, our kids don't watch television, okay? They don't watch traditional television like we did and the way that we did. So I just started this, this thing, Power Slap. So... I started a TikTok for Power Slap three weeks ago, right? It has 1.7 million followers in three weeks, and we've done 688 million views in less than three weeks. So social media, uh, digital is where everything is going right now. And, and this younger generation has the, 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 the attention span of a gnat, you know? They want stuff that's fast, it's quick, it's easy to consume and digest. That's what that's the future of everything. Tell me about your next big card coming up here and your vision for the whole season as we wrap it up on where you want to see UFC by December going into next year. Our big fight this weekend is is one that you never see in any other uh, combat sport. It's the number one pound for pound fighter in the world versus the number two pound for pound fighter in the world. Both world champions. Uh, Volkanovski's moving up in a, a weight class to try to take uh, uh, Islam Makachev's belt. So. You never see two guys at this level right. in their prime actually fight each other. Well, it's going to happen this Saturday. So thank you. Thanks for your friendship. Always, buddy. Dana White. Tom Pelissero joins us live from Radio Row, Sirius XM, NFL Radio, and the great work he does at NFL Network. Thanks for doing this, Tom. Of course, man. How are you? I'm real good, and you're real busy this time of year. And from a... NFL perspective, before we get to the game, the quarterback story has been really unique, especially based out of Vegas, where I am, as you know. Because how complicated is this Derek Carr situation? Because I believe the NFC South has four teams that he'd be a perfect fit. Because if Derek went to an AFC team like Indianapolis, he's in line. He's the seventh or eighth best quarterback, maybe in the AFC. In the NFC, he could be two or three and have a better road to a Super Bowl and a playoff victory. How do you think this plays out? I think it's pretty clear cut, honestly. It does not sound like Derek Carr is going to move or wants to move the vesting date for his guarantees, which is February 15th. That's next Wednesday. And really, that means by the end of business on Tuesday, the 14th, they have to make a decision. If they don't, then what is it, $4 million or so becomes fully guaranteed on the contract. You would think if they're going to execute a trade, you'd want to do it 
prior to that. So I know that they've had trade discussions. Those ramped up a little bit last week in Mobile, Alabama. It's got to, though, be a place that Derek Carr wants to go to because he's got the no trade clause. And again, even if he doesn't have a no trade clause like Aaron Rodgers, you can just go, I'm not going there. What are you going to do? But what about the contract being <laughs> right. better? What about him getting more money in the deal, agreeing to a trade, more guarantees? Take us behind the scenes of right. what the numbers could actually mean for he and his So family. basically, if he were to get traded, his existing contract would remain in effect, which has $40 million in full guarantees. He had injury guarantees on that extension that he signed last spring, but no extra full guarantees beyond the season. So once those vest, a new team would be responsible for taking on all $40 million. By not moving back the vesting deadline, basically this is a bet by Derek Carr and his agent, Tim Younger, that, you know what, if you release us, we're going to get that end more. So we're not all that concerned with having those guarantees go away. For the Raiders, they have absolutely had those discussions with Derek Carr about potentially moving it back to that point. This point, it hasn't happened. Is all that going to line up? And whether it's the Saints or, I mean, name the mm-hmm. team that goes and gets Aaron Rod- or goes and gets Derek Carr, is that going to happen one week from today? That's the that's where the clock is. But right the now. risk and Tom Pellicero, as we wrap it up, the risk for these teams. Say you're Carolina and you want him, or you're Dennis Allen in New Orleans. If he goes on the open market, there's a real good chance you're not going to get him. There's six or seven other teams that can outbid you or have a better conversation. So why not try to do it now, lock it up, and then bring that deal to Derek? And then massage the deal on the end saying, hey, if you do well here, we're going to give you a long-term deal. This is where your family will settle. I think it's a big risk-reward, Tom. Those are all, you know, these types of situations. I mean, the Raiders had a few of these last year yeah. where Kenyon Drake, who they ended up, they had trade discussions, they couldn't move him, they cut him. You had uh, Alex Leatherwood, who, you know, eventually they cut him. The contract got claimed by the Bears, so they're off the hook for the guarantees. But that's always the, the give and take here because you're right. Once you pass through, remember, the season's over now, so veterans aren't going through waivers anymore. If he gets cut, he immediately can sign with any team. The contract is eliminated. He still owed those guarantees, but the contract is is gone for the purposes of when he signs with a, a new team. So can you make people believe that you've got enough competition for him that you need to execute the trade now? There's certainly a market for him. There's no doubt about that. But again, Derek Carr's got to be on board with the team. Once a player selects one team, you know, how do you go about massaging that? I think that that is where the comparison to what happened last year with Deshaun Watson comes into play, which is the Raiders right now have not given Derek Carr and his agent permission to go out and talk to teams because they want to maintain control over the situation. Absolutely. If you agree to terms, remember last year there were four different teams that agreed to broad terms with the Texans. It ends up getting done with the Browns, and then they figured out all the, the nitty-gritty after that. Kind of the same type of deal here, but silly a different type of a situation than that just based upon the vesting that's upcoming here, and obviously there were a lot of other dynamics to play with. Continued success, Tom. you got a great Appreciate career going, man. Great Thanks. to see you again. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Raiders Podcast Network. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com.